Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 158 of Moogle Go Around Radio. You know what? I keep saying it. I'm going to say it again. We're back! <laughs> again! <laughs> After two weeks. Um, so, yeah, as oh, always, we're back. Such a long break. <laughs> Next time we'll go for a month. I mean, you know, a, a, we a might nice see. refreshing mid, like, uh, you know, midsummer's day break. Yeah. <laughs> we'll break. Two weeks. I, well, a fortnight, you can hear him already. <laughs> Have you been playing Fortnite? Because we just took a Fortnite, you know, uh, break. Uh... <laughs> To be but fair, I spent way too joke. much money during the Dragon Ball event on Fortnite. I don't even play the game. They know my yeah. they know my weakness. Uh, but as you can hear, we've got the... What, I was going to intro him, but he, he is here. We've got the lovely and always wonderful uh, Brian from Work to Game. Um, Thank you. Yeah, there's been a bit of controversy over the stuff recently, but we, we, we wanted him on the show because we have been playing a certain new world. At least I have. I, I think... Paul has to. What what in the world are you talking about controversy? Like the overwhelming 99% of meme announcing my retirement was re at least for me was received with just like love and positivity. So I I don't know where you're jumping up this controversy. Ah, <laughs> uh, but no, I've been really enjoying your um I, we'll go into more detail, but I've been really enjoying your new world coverage uh oh, over yeah. I can't remember Ginger Gaming ginger world like so ginger world I, as i've been breaking up the like the different gaming channels like to have the like the focus uh i, I kind of just like try to include a name of them in the game title because it's like ginger new world it's like uh, ah man i don't know what to call it and so i went with ginger world so for like blue protocol i go with ginger blue so i'm kind of just prefacing the name of the of the game itself like in in the title you know uh, uh, somehow of the youtube um maybe i maybe i overthink so. it i'm not sure <laughs> no i think you do okay ah but no thank you so much for joining us today although you have stopped playing pharmacy we do as we are five by paul how, how what you been up to before we carry on yeah before I mean, we get wow to the news and stuff uh and all i've been doing is been playing wow uh i've been playing well that much that i forgot to resub to farm fancy so here's my retirement yeah, uh, announcing your retirement going to wow. The uh, how many videos were like leaving wow for Final Fantasy 14? It's so like, funny. let's start rolling them out, going like, uh, leaving Final Fantasy for World of Warcraft. What? Oh, then it's gonna come into like, was it after Christmas? They're like, well, I'm back to Final Fantasy, guys. I returned. Wow is dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. it's done to me they've they've betrayed me for the you know 17th time for the last time but just wait for the next content drop <laughs> so no i well speaking of that i had like uh, two hours i do got to raid in final fantasy so i should Woo. sub again i guess my retirement was ended sure <laughs> yeah uh, as soon as you as soon as you thought you were done they pulled you back in yeah, it's it's kind of bad because my raid team knows where i live so <laughs> but get them boys but now uh, wow it's been a lot of fun i probably one of the best expansion best expansion to start so it was good not gonna lie, it was just really good. The overhaul was nice. The areas are nice overall. The professions, it's a great time. You get lost. I got lost just running around with my dragon, just collecting herbs. The uh, yes. how how do you feel now that they brought back the the skill trees? Uh, what the the new talent system? Yeah, I like it. I like it for one thing. It gives you variety, and I've added stuff from Shadowlands into it. So like, uh, say Druid Convert Spirits, it's now in your talent tree. You know, and it. I think it's nice, and it gives a variety of builds like. I play a warlock. I have different types of builds for destruction. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it brings more variety. Yeah, there's always going to be that uh, obviously that meta build that you need to play for raids. I mean, like, you can just have fun with it, like dungeon stuff. Would you like to see something like that brought into Final Fantasy XIV? I would. I feel like the game is too dumbed down when it comes to 
but they just add abilities in. I don't even think it's just dumbed down. I just feel like every, every job is the same nowadays. Like it, 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 even Paladin, which feels like it's a little bit different, is going to be the same when 6.3 drops because they're reworking Paladin. And that's probably just going to make it like every other job that exists. So You're that's my main though. issue. I, the only the only disagreement I would leverage against that is that you could take those jobs, same jobs, into PvP, and you're like, holy smokes, they feel unique. Like, they feel really, really rooted in an identity where I, on the PvE side, like, I'm like, okay, like, I might have a preference for, like, this slight change. And that's just kind of where I was like, I think the problem, what we've seen is them continually to add abilities, at the same time pruning abilities, and then trying to balance it so that everybody can do the raid and, and not feel left out but then still not missing still missing on that aspect and, and and requiring you know kind of some big changes there so at its core like i'm just like if they went and went with a talent tree and kind of in a way like really kind of brought abilities back to like what is a white mage what is a dragoon and the fact that you also have the personal limit break in pvp like i can't praise like when i talked about like uh, the differences and why I prefer New World over Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, a lot of that's rooted in my Final Fantasy eleven uh, enjoyment. But that all being said, is that I, I, I said that Final Fantasy fourteen I think still takes it from a PvP perspective because they really knocked it out of the park in Endwalker with their PvP changes. Anyway, those are just my thoughts when it comes down to job uh, uh, identity. So, so real last, what do you think about the upcoming changes in seven point they announced to Astro and Dragoon? I'm still on the fence about those, especially with Astro. Because Astro went from all different cards having effects to some cards having different effects to we're all the same. Yeah, yeah. but then it's it, it's the actual like opener to the the rotation yeah. of the Astro as well. It's absolutely my my French. I'm gonna swear. Absolutely fucked. I I hear my Astro who like he doesn't really play Astro. He's just playing it for this like tier. And he hates he hates it with a passion. Is, I, I gave is... a lot of critique against Astro at the uh, at the media tour, especially as a controller player. And it's like there are abilities that you don't need that you don't want, except for like one out of every one thousand times. Yeah, I have like... to now have that on my bar, and I, it's just like can't can't this be can't this functionality be moved into another ability? Like you know, like there's just. And I'm wondering if we'll see that because that's what I felt like the PVP actually delivered on. Um, Yamarin also in my chat says that uh, New World has a lot of custom uh, custom yeah. ability that Final Fantasy fourteen just doesn't have. And this is where I'd like to know y'all's thoughts about this because raids are fun. We were doing some dungeons in New World last night. I'm hoping before to we get, get back to that to quickly, I just want to okay, yeah, bring one ahead. thing up about Astro. Um, <laughs> uh, Ast I, you know why I want as I know it's a as you said, there's a lot of pointless abilities. Well, not pointless, but they. A lot less more useful than others when it comes to, especially but bum bloat. Um, one of them I find is undraw where you throw away the card because yeah, you you want a different yeah. card and you don't want that card, so you just throw away. I still wish that that was a damage ability. Like it take a be. reference yes. from Yu-Gi-Oh and have it so that the undraw is a small potency damage where you you actually just throw in the card at the enemy, so that way you're getting rid of the card and it's doing a slight damage. I don't want to I don't want to say like it should do as much as your normal spells. But maybe like I don't know, hundred potency. I'd that way, you. I take it. Uh, yeah. That way, it's not doing much, but it's just doing something. Yeah, anyway, you know carry on with. Astros don't actually use that. They don't throw away the cards because they just give cards to everyone. They they yeah. don't care. They just want to get the cards out because it gives you mana and mana. Well, you used to have to occasionally because 
Yeah, you used to have to though occasionally because of the whole getting the right buffs. Not anymore. And the... <laughs> you can just yeah. do that down the line. It's just like yeah. it's pointless. Uh, no point and dragon changes. It, I'm interested in seeing how it goes because I'm worried they're just going to remove some of the stuff that makes Dragoon unique. Like you still had that healing ability. Um, but like, would you like yeah. to see like uh, the jobs get their own limit break to kind of bring in a little bit yes. more identity? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I'd I like want... to see them get their life back as a job. Not just and I want Bard's limit break ability to be a buff. I like I I I want them to go back to. I know this sounds weird, but remember in when the game first launched, Bard Bard's LB was a healing LB. I want it yeah, to be. A, I want it to not do that exactly. Like it used to just heal her LB free. Like if you did the LB free, so you would raise. I yeah, think it's, instead that. of raising, that was really cool. That was really cool. Yeah, I think instead of raising, I think you should just do a a, a small heal for the group and do the because uh, the bar damage is lower than and yeah the range damage is lower anyway. So have the bar do a small yeah. heal. Sorry, carry on. No, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, if we, uh, if they gave, let everybody have individual limit breaks. I'd love it if they yeah. gave you the ability to equip what your limit break was, right? So that way, oh, like, yeah. oh, you want to be a bard that wants to do a raise? Well, it's going to take you, you know, like on an individual level, seven bars to fill up for your limit break to sit on, if if that's what you want. But if you use it at three, it's gonna have a different effect. Yeah. So that like you as a player kind of get to have some form of control. And yes, like there's always, you know, to the people who are like, there's the meta and the meta, meta, meta. Meta really matters more when it comes to matchmaking than anything else. And sure, there's going to be times where you're going to be like, yeah, I need to know what the meta is, right? But imagine doing Deep Dungeon or all the different variety of content and having, oh my gosh, a build option that you as a player get to decide what works best for you and your group. I think that would be something really exciting to see and hear, um, especially if it came down into forming some kind of identity. I think. They've shifted more focus into, or, you know, like, we got to balance the raid. We got to balance the raid. Yeah. Right? And I, I just silo the raid. Like, do what Destiny does and says, okay, cool. Yeah, we have all this crazy stuff, right? Like, you can you can make your own guardian and it does all this crazy stuff. But when it comes to the raid, especially for the world first, yada, 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 these are the restrictions. It's, it's a curated, you know, experience. And then... Yeah. Yeah, after, you know, down the road, then it's like, okay, yeah, we know that's broken, you know, like, we're working on it. But I would rather have them take that approach as opposed to, like, everything in the game has to uh, adhere to a piece of content that only a small majority of people enjoy. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, talk about raids, though, but I was going to bring this up later, but New World is getting raids in 2023. Well, you were discussing it a bit last night during the... Um... Yes. I'm kind of yes. excited More for that. I want to see raid. what they do. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be interesting because I feel like New World really delivers on the PvE content in a way, like where it's like it's they've shifted. Like originally they were like the survival PvP game and then over its development, like it ended in this MMORPG. And it's like, they, oh, wow. And then you go into their into their dungeons or expeditions and you're like, these are great. Like these are some really great dungeons. And you're like, oh, wow, they're really good at this. I wonder what they could do with the raid. And and my thing is what I've what I advocated for is that, yes, we're getting a raid. We're going to be fighting the sandworm. Uh, they're they're talking about having it where I'm using the term war band where you have four parties of five. So you have 20 people. And I'm like, just don't forsake the open world for a, a PVE, you know, kind of, you know, content. And it sounds like they're not. It sounds like everybody can take advantage of this like new war band system. And I think we're going to see new mobs and, and enemies out in the open world. And, and hopefully they'll continue to add in more stuff for us to also do big bosses 
for us to kind of participate in because I think it's going to be a balance because I don't want New World to become just another in like queue for your instance and then you just go do whatever. Like I, I really hope that we can take full advantage of that war uh, that warband system uh, when we're running portals and when we're doing uh, chest runs when we're like attacking the wall and and things like that. And I think that will be really exciting to see. Uh, and that UI uh, element being a huge help overall. Um, anything you want to add to that, Paul? Sorry. No, you're good. I haven't played much New World recently. I have been, obviously, I've, been, I've, I've just wowed out. But wowed out, I, maybe. I've just, <laughs> just been wowed out. Uh, <laughs> but I would like to not see. It's the same with like Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is then, it's just the queue system. You queue into, I, I, Final Fantasy has not hooked me into logging in every day and doing something, you know? With New World, you know, you can log in, do something, do your crafting, do your fishing, your exploring and stuff like that. Like, right now, it WoW has, like, hooked me of logging in every day. Again, it's something that's new. But, uh, no. but like, New World, uh, I knew it had dungeons, but I was just, like, it's open world and just the exploration point of it just, like, hooked me. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it recently, but uh, cause I, was, I was playing it with a friend. But, I uh, know, and it has guns. I like guns. Guns are fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's got like blunderbuss you got like the rifle blunderbuss is like my favorite because oh blunderbuss yeah. is great dude it's like i was talking to my, like my friend about it and he was like wait they bought in like new weapons and stuff i'm like yeah <laughs> like oh, we need to go back to that game yeah i need to get back but, to it. i need to finish the turkey event before it goes away dude, I've, I've, i just I've got, got my trophy <laughs> i know congratulations I just got my trophy thanks man it's such a nice like thing to have i love i love the housing system in new world like for everything that like i love final fantasy and i love my time with final fantasy 14 uh i don't regret spending any of my time in that game in its world it's so refreshing to be in a world where they have solved some of the problems that final fantasy 14 has and when it comes to housing being kind of like a real thing a housing is available you can go get you can get three houses it's really cool how they do it because they exist in the open world but when you own the house, it's instance. Then you also have the ability to put trophies in your house that give various different buffs to you as a player. So there's a, an incentive for that. And I love that. I love that aspect because like people are like, oh, we have a house in 14 for the free company. And it's like, yeah, it's nice. I feel bad because I know there are people who are just like hunting and hunting and hunting because they really want to take advantage of this piece of content that is completely optional to me but in a new world i'm like yeah hell yeah i'm getting a house because there's a there's a real advantage to doing so and it's not you know restricted it's not like oh no you can't get a house because you weren't playing the game five years ago you know so that's something that i was like i really appreciate about the the new world housing system and it makes me go like man if final fantasy 14 had this if final fantasy 14 treated its open world with uh, uh, you know the same amount of love that it does with its like raid content like I think it would be like it would be uh, raised up. It would be much uh, more appealing to I guess a wider range of people. But it's hard because the game's been out for so long to make big sweeping changes like that. I don't think would be well received by the community because it, it ends up being kind of like oh wait what like that I liked how it was and then now they're changing it. Like people ultimately you know change can be scary. Yeah, I, love I think like that's. Change. I know this sounds weird. I think you've brought it up before, Brian, but. I think that's the, uh, as much as people dislike Eureka and Boja, I think those yeah. are great test beds for all stuff like you're just talking about because Agreed. you can Agreed. add them as, add that sort of features as a, as a, you know, like you could add that into a, whatever the new Eureka is. And then the, you, yeah. then the if people like it, it, they'll be like, yeah. oh, the new expansion. Oh, we didn't know that. Who we would yeah. have guessed. The, the weirdness about it though, because like you're right, like it's, it's a perfect, 
way to test something and get feedback and make adjustments. And we saw that going from Eureka to Bosia. But then at the same time, it's also stacked after such a large MSQ content. And so there's a gate a gated there, like where it's like I've talked to the like I felt like Eureka was their way of trying to invite Final Fantasy 11 players into 14. And I was like, I want this everywhere. I want this system everywhere, but it's only here. And it's only after you beat the MSQ and it's only set for this level. And there's no level. It's like, oh man, like it's, it's not, it's not that like, it'd be so cool if there was a way to have and participate. Like imagine if that's the kind of way you like to play these games, it'd be neat if there's a way to get into that content sooner, as opposed to like, okay, go beat a Stormblood. How long is it going to take me? A couple, you know, 500 hours, 400 hours. Oh, you know, maybe I'll just stick with 11. You know, like it's it's this weird, you know, kind of like thing where they put that in, in. I wish that it was more, I guess, organically built into the core of the game, but I know why it's not. And I can I can understand and sympathize with the devs, um, you know, on that and that note. Uh, Dr. Licious on this mentioned um, he's been trying to get a house since last fan fest. That's that's how rough it is. So yeah. and he said the that yeah, there system is... hasn't helped. No, I. I I, I bid it on, well, I have a small, luckily. I have a small on Aether. But even I, I've, I've bidded every week, pretty much, apart from, I've missed a couple of weeks, of course. But I've bid most weeks, and I've not got, a, well, weeks that the housing that I want is available, should we say. Um, yeah. And I still haven't got an upgrade yet. I wanted a medium. Well, I wanted a large, but I gave up on that. And I wanted a medium, I still can't get one. Uh, Doctor just said, I think there's like three or four small. Yeah, there's only about three or four small plots available in all of Gilgamesh right now. Man, so they're adding in more uh, plots with six, uh, uh, six rate, right? Six point, yeah, yeah, six point three. Yeah. Oh, um, that helps. It's not going to be. It's never going to be enough based off of how it's no. designed. And it's like that's kind of where you're like, oh man, if we could go back in time. But I'm going like to tell you now, right? Make, I'm yeah, going to predict this now. I'm going to predict this now. There's going to be hundreds of YouTube videos when six point whenever this housing drops, right? saying oh my god all the wards are empty why are all the wards empty because nobody's bidding on these houses what's going on square enix make them public not fc because they'll be the fc wards and the public wards and yeah they'll be like that but that's only because everyone's gonna bid for the large houses again nobody's gonna bid for the small well i don't want to say nobody but the majority will bid for the large a small amount of people will bid for medium and even less will bid for small because this will be the only time you'll have a chance to get large houses, which means for the first three or four weeks, there's going to be a load of medium and small houses open because everyone's going for the large and mediums. And there'll be YouTube videos and Reddit posts and Twitter threads of, oh my God, why has nobody, why are these public housing? And then when they go public housing, people will bid on the, the, the large houses and the medium houses and there'll be smalls open. And now we all be like, oh my God, the housing system is fixed. Nobody, oh, look at these free houses. Nobody wants them. And then yeah. a month later, housing. when all the small houses are taken, they're like, oh my God, the, the small houses, it's, the housing system is broken. There's no housing. That's how it's going to go. Yeah, that's exactly housing. how it's going to go. Housing is like never been a passion of mine or even like, I, I could not care less about housing. I did a couple of things where I saw how creative the housing community could be. I did like a couple of videos of me like going in and rating houses and stuff like that. Yeah. That. And it's like Yeah, people enjoyed that. Why do you do that? Like, Keep doing that, Paul. It's like <laughs> I was looking at it and all that as well. I'm playing wow. <laughs> I barely log into the game. You know? And like I like I enjoyed that because I like to see how like creative people for me, that's not an MMO. That's a fuck that's 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 me that's like someone playing Sims. 
Like, that's not an MMO to me. Me, like, obviously New World sounds good because you can get buffs from it. If I can yeah. gain from my house of giving me buffs, yeah, in an FC you get buffs, but that's an FC buff. That's everywhere. You just put it on, everyone gets it around your FC. You don't have to be Well, no. There is FC housing buffs, but the issue is you only get those buffs inside the FC house itself. Um, like, crafting, I don't know if you right? guys know about all the, all the crafting items that you can place down that gives you crafting buffs. Yeah, like, that's cool. Yeah. But then again, I can just go do, like, the pixies. I'll go do that. Like, I yeah, but I, I would, I, because I, I, I couldn't be bothered buying gear for my crafters. I would go get the pixie quests, go back to the FC house and click the buffs and sit in front of the, the housing item. And I would rather have been able to click the housing item, get the buff, and then go to the pixie quest, get the quest and do it that way. Or, in the case of New World, just have the items down and not care you know yeah that, that is pretty cool but mmo like final fantasy has no exploration stuff it has nothing to do with the mm. open world other than hunts and hunt trains they just fucking swoop down kill it and fuck off <laughs> yeah there's nothing like that's always been so weird that people like try to say like oh uh, hunt trains i'm like yeah i've done a few and it's like they're not yeah. they're not like anything i've experienced in new world and in, in final fantasy 11 like i know a lot of people yeah. seem like are, are sour to new world because they've been told that they should not like this game um or they're just like you know kind of in their tribe but like at its core final fantasy 11 it's like oh my gosh like the like the open world was was wonderful and things were happening in it and it's like in in 14 it's like there's yeah there's this train that kind of goes around okay that's you know that's neat but how many times <laughs> yeah. do you do that like because it's like okay you know and then why isn't that more of a thing? You know, that's where it's like, man, if they if they had the game like Eureka in a way, you know, it's like that would be I would love to see an open world with that or at least as an option. But it is what it is. Well, Brian, we have the job for you. It's called Blue Mage. Yes. Blue Mage was beautiful <laughs> in the open world. It was beautiful. And it was like, it yeah, was. this is a lot of fun. And the problem with Blue Mage is it eventually hits a level cap. And so then you're not yeah. like, there's no reason to stay out in the open world, like leveling as a Blue Mage. Cause like that would be some really interesting content. And then like, I really would love to see them expand on the limited job system. Um, that's kind of what they hinted at originally, but I mean, we haven't seen, you know, any kind of updates or any kind uh -huh. of talk about that uh, as of late. Also, yeah, we were robbed like, like, of the, like the same um, with WoW. Like, yeah. The WoW's open world has so much quests, so much minions, hunter pet, and stuff like that in the open world. Archaeology and all that, like that shit's so good. Like uh, Final Fantasy, you have nothing to do in the open world. I could just sit at my FC house, get my buff, do my dailies, and that's fucking it. I love the game. The story was amazing. Don't get me wrong, the story was amazing. The dungeons are good. The raids are good. That's all it's bloody got. <laughs> oh, and now the PvP's good. But you got in my class. You've made cover absolutely fucking worthless. Swear. You know, destroyed the things I love most about Final Fantasy. And so I've, like, branched my horizon, which everyone should, honestly. Branch it, I don't know. And then I've been seeing a shit ton of uh, uh, modders for the game, for, like, Final Fantasy stuff. Like, every, like, screenshot artist, all that. Like, like mm -hmm. there's, a sh there's stuff out for that. And I'm like, what the f <laughs> I get, like, the customization, like, they want yeah. their character. So they just like doll up their characters to look like Barbie dolls and shit like that. And I'm saying, is this a fantasy game or sim at this rate? Like, See, I don't... I'm not going to, I'm not okay. going to be disappointed that people play it that way. Like that's like, okay, yeah. that's cool. That's an option that you have, but it feels like that's become the thing. Like, oh, okay. You don't, yeah. you don't glamor. You don't raid. It's like, no, nah, I'm not really into glamor. Like, okay. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I've done raiding. It's like, oh, you haven't done enough raiding. Like, well, how much is enough? Like, it's, it's just not something that I find interesting. I found it more interesting in, in ARR when, when it was an actual raid and not like a trial fight. And I found it interesting 
uh, you know, when it when it came to Alexander, but then it slowly became a trial fight and people were justifying so, it like, oh, you, you oh, but they got rid of the trash. They got rid of all the, the boring stuff. No, they took away a part of its character, like a part of its say, character uh, is that it, if I like we have trials, those exist, you know, like uh, see, I did, agree yeah, anyway, in I'm a just, way. I, I'm just now I, I'm griping. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. There's, there's, I Okay, how about this? I agree, kind of agree with them with the fact that I don't like the idea of too much trash mm-hmm. in raids. But this is why I agree and disagree with you. I agree yeah. with that because I don't like it. But I disagree with everyone. Uh, complete, not completely, because there is, there's, there's story raids and then there's the savage raids. So I would like for them to add the trash back and add the elements of that to the story version of the raid if they want to. And cool. then the savage version can skip the, the the trash and go straight to the raid bosses. That that would, in my opinion, be... Cause I think that would be this, a fine compromise, you know, because that, that sounds like it allow, allows the there to be some kind of buildup and some kind of anticipation and some kind of mini boss. And, you know, like, yeah. it allows for more movement as opposed to like here's the arena here's the boss yeah let's learn the dance you know because as, as a savage player chances are you're just trying to get your weeklies done over and over again um you're just and that's like and that yeah. also in my mind just frustrates me like when it comes to like gotta get the gotta get the weekly and gotta get the daily and it's like yeah. gotta do my chores it's like huh interesting like i don't i don't play new world doesn't play that way you know it's like i'm just yeah i'm just i get in and then it's like and then what happens happens. It's not like I got oh I got to go do these ten things and then do that. And they have some of that. Like you get some bonuses for doing like like the the, the first couple of quests that you do, but you could still go and continue to do those quests. It's not like all right, I, there's no reason to do that anymore. And it's like okay, yeah, like if you want to go and take advantage and be efficient, you can. But like I really enjoy that the aspect of every time I get in, I I, I sometimes I don't even have a goal. I'm like I don't even know what I'm going to do. And then all of a sudden it's like that, like last night we were playing. And ended up running the Lazarus, you know, uh, like uh, expedition. And it was great, but we were doing this and then it evolved to that. And then somebody yeah. said, hey, let's go do that. And then we went and did that. And it was like, this is great. Like, it was a really good, good time. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I know it sounds, but we've got a few comments here, but Karen, Paul. Oh, uh, I was like, like, you don't get that on Final Fantasy. It's like, like I, like, people have seen me after Raid, me and I, we, we do an expert. It's like, yep, that's it. Job done. See you next weekend. It's nothing like, yeah. like maps were fun. Maps are really maps, fun. Like, maps yeah. were fun, you know, and they're bringing some new maps. In. Yeah, oh, Elpis related them. maps. Yeah, you know, it was like stuff like that. That's fun to do. I, I enjoyed it. Next, you make a little bit of money, bit of money there. And then fishing. I think fishing is way more fun in other games than it is in Final Fantasy right now because there's nothing to do. Well, and you the problem ends up coming down into it. And this is like where how systems and everything interacts. <laughs> A lot of people were just like, oh, we hate player-driven economies. It's like they require work from the developer. There are risks to a player-driven economy, but there's a subconsciousness that applies to it. So if there was a constant demand, especially for a wide range of fish, like fishing then adds a, another level of value. And that then connects into if, you know, Gil was able to do more than just get you slightly caught up on your gear. Like if a crap, like, and this comes back down, like all of this is so interrelated to where it's like, it's hard to have a conversation with someone who's like just all in on Final Fantasy. Like Final Fantasy 14 does everything perfect. There's no reason to discuss anything else. It's like, though I can't talk to those people anymore because like there's just nothing you can, there's no room there. But then it's like a gear. And a lot of people were like, oh, Brian, you just want people to hand you the gear and you don't want challenging content. That nothing could be further from the truth. My, my, my rebuttal is what is challenging content? 
because what Spoilers. is challenging to you might not be challenging to me and vice versa. But then how is this decided? And I think the real key problem is that gear is so flat. It just has yeah. stat points, right? So that is the only real true form of progression is in those stats. There's no real perks that really make a piece of gear unique. Like if you want to lock the hardest and coolest and the best in slot gear behind the raid, you could do so, but you got to have like, you could, if you had a, a perk system or something like that, a trade system on the gear, then that gear can, can exist in that way. But then you can have the same, a gear with the same similar stats with different perks that might not be considered best in slot able to could be crafted up. So then you as a player have the choice and you're not capped at power you're just capped at various different like perks. And that's something the new world offers like greatly. So that like, yeah, maybe I, maybe I, I don't have time to go run that, that piece of content and get that piece of gear, but then that ties back into the economy. And then that ties back into the crafting and gathering. And these systems are so disconnected that you say that there's nothing to do fishing wise. Like I can, I can fish up legendaries because I can take the fish that I make. I can turn that into money and I can use that money on things that I want to upgrade um, and they might be best in slot. They might not be best in slot. And that means that my time is, I get to choose how I invest my time in the game. And therefore my get the game it, it respects my investment of that time rather than like ultimately respects my time trying to be like, we're trying to make it easy for Brian to jump in and play. It's like, okay. Like I have games that do that. Like I'm looking for an experience that just, I get lost in, you know? Uh, we do have some comments on Twitch. Um, I know on your channel as well. Um, so, uh, Dr. Deliciousness says, uh, being a former Fantasy Eleven player, I approach zones like you did in Eleven, being careful to sneak around and not pull aggro. I don't think I broke myself for that habit until late Stormblood. Yeah, uh, I think even some of Around Reborn was kind of like that in a way. Not exactly, but not. it wasn't as dangerous. But, like, I remember doing the, um, what you call it, the Slith, Slate? The, 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 in the Shroud, the tribes there where you had to sneak around because they would give you heavy and stuff like that, and it was really frustrating. Yeah. Um, uh, with the, uh, the toads as well like the toads like lick you and all that and, like bring yeah. you back in and then lay away i was like oh please don't do that to me the world was um, dangerous for... in 1.0 and that's kind of yeah. the thing like as 1.0 needed to be remade but man there was a lot of things that i think the game lost and that's that's obviously due to the insane yeah. job that the devs had to do to turn it around to save the company and to save the brand you know so it's like i don't i don't bemoan them for that but it's like at the end of the day like man yeah like there were like I think there was like a level 80 or 90 or like something like enemy in one of the zones and the level cap was 50, you know? So it's like, if you, as a group want to get together with other groups so we can go try and take this guy out, you know, you know? And so like there was uh, enemies that could just like flat out and, and especially because how the class and when the job system was introduced, you know, got introduced is that jobs for, for um, parties and, and classes were like more for your solo builds. And, uh, and it was interesting because yeah, like you were trying to, if you were trying to go play a black mage out in the open world solo, like the game would punish you for it, but then you could go play a thaumaturge and you can take a couple of skills that kind of mitigated yeah. that. So there was a lot more player choice, obviously in 1.0, but it's so, it's such a bummer because there were some interesting things that they were trying to do that just didn't work. And if they were given another shot at it, I think they could have knocked it out of the park. That's what I'm, I'm reading like your right now. Yeah. Because yeah. with WoW, I, I, I have different builds. I have my questing build where I'm out in the world questing and running around doing uh, world bosses, doing like world quests and stuff. And then I have a dungeon one, like build that has like different like abilities, or, like AOE and all that. And then I have my raid one, which is like mostly single target and all that for raid. Like I wish Final Fantasy had that. I think that would have been fun. But they had to have more open world content for you to kind of have that. Uh, 
By the way, there's some comments on the work to game chat. Do you mind if I bring those up? Because I've been bring bringing them up, both. Bring okay. Them up. Um, I got, yeah, I got both. By, um, Switching Mark says, man, I love this game so much. Got like 4,000 hours, but I'm on the verge of quitting. I joined a streamer server for the fresh knowing maybe they'll die, but in the end, at least they'll be merged into other fresh servers as promised, but now they want to merge them into legacy servers. Um, uh, is that a new I world thing or a... a, new that's, a new, that's a new, new world thing. World. Um, the, yeah, the, that, the problem with the fresh start was like it, everything that I detailed out and it's the lack of crossplay and the fact that the crossplay stuff is, is scheduled for July. It's just going to be a kind of a pain point within the community for a little while. Now at 4,000 hours, clearly you've played more than I have, but then my life does not permit me to, to like game and to that level. Um, I would say like it's perfectly fine to take, take a break, if, especially if you're getting burned out and especially if you're frustrated. Uh, if, if you're finding fun and joy, you know, like, you know, lean into that. But there's also a lot of really good games right now, Switch, that you could go jump in and experience and enjoy. And the game, I would say that I think the devs for New World have proven that they're in. Amazon's all in on gaming. And the game in and of itself also shows that people are willing to come back and check it out. So I would say, like, you're perfectly safe to say, you know what? Maybe right now is a good time to just take a breather and go play something else and go enjoy something else and then like come back and check out the game in the spring or or in the or in the summer or maybe like just take a break and then this week you know come back do the winter conversions uh you know and and then take your break so yeah. that way you you know you don't miss out on the, the seasonal event and then it's like yeah and then that way when you come back you'll be excited to play ideally they've fixed the merging and you know all that kind of evens itself out because uh, it naturally will. It's just a function of time. The the worst part I is would, usually the first two weeks. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jilly. I would like the ability to be... Because I made the character to try the game out. I still need to go back and make more videos about it because I've enjoyed it. Um, I want to... I would like them to just give me the ability to switch to a legacy server if I want to. I find that weird that I don't have that option. Like, I understand why they won't let legacy servers move to new new start because that's the whole point of it. But as a, as a new start player who wanted to try the game before I went into, like, a proper server... I would like now the ability to pay the money so that I can move to a legacy server. If I, yeah, 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 because it, doesn't, it be doesn't sound like you're gonna, you're, it doesn't sound like you're gonna break the game that way. Now, going no. into a fresh start would break the game because yeah. you're like, hey, I'm bringing yeah. my high level character that's got all these materials and you know, like so from what I've economy, heard, you know? from what I've heard on a lot of servers, that's actually happened anyway. Not that they've moved them over; it's just that a lot of people that were playing for a long time have gone back to went to join fresh start servers just so that they could ruin the economy because they've had the advanced knowledge they have the knowledge like yeah like yeah. fresh start is like how you can't delete someone's experience and knowledge of the yeah. game you know where like a true fresh start would be like brand new game brand new server etc but I, yeah. I think it was the right call for them to do because clearly uh it was working but they need to get those servers right. merged because it was always going to be like a you know, again, that that spike and then that crash, and then it's like okay, and yeah. then being that there's no cross play on servers, being on a small server is more punishing than it needs to be. And once they get the cross play involved, then you're not cut off from content, and then you can you can do the content. Yeah, but we'll do say congratulations on a hundred thousand players because I think that was the the peak, wasn't it? Or did it go hundred and thirty seven thousand? There we go. Congratulations, yeah. on hundred and thirty seven thousand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. And about the fantasy 14 open world i it's i think that the, the issue with the open world especially for danger goes back to the vertical system because any if, if we've all played the game i think we've all played the game a little bit a, a little bit a few little hours bit. here and there 
Those are like 10k hours. <laughs> few few hours here and there. Um, and I feel like the launch of an expansion, the new world, the open world, not new world, but the, the open world does feel a little dangerous because it's scaled to the correct eye level that you're going to be until you reach like, yeah, you know, start doing the end game stuff. And then it kind of gets a little less dangerous. Um, but I feel like I do find myself in a little bit. I'm not saying it's like as bad as some of the other games, but I, but the problem is that the, the, the all the zones have come out at the expansion launch. So in a year's time, the gear is so much more high level compared to what the game was when it first came out that expansion. The danger has gone because even the crafted gear that you can buy is high enough to make everything really simple. And I think that's the frustration, the difficulty when it comes to the vertical system in 14 and keeping everything being dangerous. Because how do you keep, how do you make stuff that's powerful when they're going to be jumping eye level through the entire expansion? I can, I can tell you right now. How? The, uh, you have to, you balance the open world for a full parting. And then what you do yeah. is you give players the ability to take uh, AI trust. The uh, game design, uh, it, it still keeps it that, in that sense, but when enemies are uh, designed where, like, anybody, any job can can clear them, you're gonna, you're, you won't have danger. The danger comes into the fact is, like, you as a player don't have everything you need to succeed, and so it helps, and uh, you rely on other, other players. Uh, you know, does that kind of system work in today's modern MMO? No, because... Honestly, I think the MMO landscape in terms of that demand is uh, has always been the a vocal minority. And the question is, is that does that minority have the size enough to support the development where when you look at vertical and, and theme park progression, like clearly that is able to attract the masses. But my solution, I think, is a technological solution where you take AI and you take game design and you say, okay, fine. Like, you know, we're going to design the world that an enemy is assuming, you know, balance wise, just like you do in an instance fight, that there's going to be eight people beating on them. <laughs> so they're going to be really tough. And you want to have a healer in a tank and you want to have a support. And if you have that kind of design balance for the open world, and then you give players the ability so that they don't have to rely on others, like they could bring in AI. Uh, in a way, my, my true solution would be this. Imagine if you could take your friends with you even when they were offline. So that as Chile, you played the game, the game is learning and it's building your avatar. Your, you know, like kind of you think of the Horizon drive avatar system, but it's yeah, the building your MMO. Yeah, it's building your MMO, you know, avatar. And I'm playing and hey, you're late. You're you're at work. Life happens, right? Oh, I can still play with Chile. You know, and it's like, okay. And then you get in and it's like, hey, you're, you're, you're gaming with Brian right now. Uh, you want to just jump on in and take over? You know, like, I think that would be the solution uh, to the open world balance that a player can still play. They can have their party and it doesn't have to all be like real players. You could say like, okay, I'm going to build a party, you know, of my AI. I'm going to name them and equip them. I'm going to level them up. And then if like, Hey, Chili gets online, I'd rather play with you than my AI. And then you kind of have that mix and match. And I think that's one of the things that's interesting about Final Fantasy XI's trust system like i actually like i like the trust system it's interesting it allows for me to go jump in and start playing and then as people get online a bot doesn't have their feelings hurt by getting kicked out of the group all right like get rid of them like all right cool you're coming what we'll roll okay cool we'll do this and i think that ultimately would be the the, the problem to solve the solution to solve but also uh chat brings up that uh, guild wars 2 uh, has that kind of level in the open world. And I agree. I think Guild Wars 2, when it comes to open world, funneling people into the into the zone, like you know, where it's like, hey, we want we want to make sure the zones are populated. 
Uh, I think that's genius. And I would love to see more games, especially even New World, do that very thing. Like, you know, like, hey, let's just pull from, you know, Final Fantasy. Like, that's why Final Fantasy 14 went with the instant server for Eureka and Boja is to ensure that there are people in that zone. And if they were able to just do that automatically, um, as you're like, if you're on a data center and it's just like, yeah, we want to make sure people are, are in limbs of Lomenza. We want to make sure people are out, you know, at Brayflocks. We want to make sure people are here and there. Like, it could just always make sure that there was a certain amount of people before it said, hey, we need to make another instance version of the server. Uh, talking about stuff like that as well, though, you've also got ESO, which is another unique way of doing it because with how that is, everything sort of syncs to your level. So, like, mm-hmm. um, it's true. you could go anywhere in the world to get, like, a level one person can go pretty much anywhere in the world with their level 60 friend, and you'll still do about the same amount of damage to the enemy because there's the the the, the sync system where you, 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 it'll be a level 60 enemy for the, six, the person that's 60. Oh, well, it'll be higher level, should we say, for the person that's level 60, and mm-hmm. it'll be lower level for the person that's level one. So that way they can go out and explore together. That's that's a, one of the reasons why I thought ESO was pretty cool. So yeah, making it easy. Like at the end of the day, like the rules, I think we could we could really kind of hammer them out. Like people just want to be able to get in and play, and especially if they have friends, they don't want to have to coordinate what servers and stuff like that. Like there there is that there's people who are attracted to the idea of like server culture, but we, when we talk about minorities and minorities, that's the niche within a niche right there. Because ultimately, like, if it's like, hey, I just want to play, the fact that people will come into chat and say, hey, what server are you on? Like, ultimately, if it was like, hey, yeah, this is my in-game name, you know, cool, boom. And then then, no matter where they are, what server they're on, they're like, hey, I'm going to invite you to party. And then we're just gaming together. The, the Every barrier, every, you know, kind of piece of that ends up just causing people to be like, oh, it's not really worth it because... The reality is other games make it easy. Destiny 2 makes it very easy for us to game together and we don't have to worry about server infrastructure and any of that. It and just it is like, all right, content. well, that's its problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, it has content once a year with the expansion. And then the question is, yeah. they need to rework their seasonal model 100%. Yeah. I think that would make it more attractive to me personally. But I've ranted about them, you know, plenty. So, oh man, like I think when we look at it, it's like, yeah, and... The question ends up being is that I like New World's sandbox content. I like the territory control system, and I think it could be vastly improved on. And again, I go back to like, man, they should take a look at Final Fantasy XI, where Final Fantasy XI allowed that PVE players to have an impact on territory control. And that like, there's a reason to go out in the open world. And then you start bringing in Guild War systems. This, these are all things that I would love to see in 14 as well. But then, like, the fact that there was a wolf, like, here on my screen, and he's just walking around. He's been there for a while. The longer an enemy is spawned in the open world should give you bonus experience for killing it. And then you have a system that rewards you for experience, especially post-level 60. And there's a reason to run around the open world and farm up, you know, enemies, especially if they've been in an area where no one really goes to farm. And then you can kind of find those areas and get, like, big bonus experiences. And it could be a whole... Uh, you know, whole piece of content that play, that players decide to do on their own. So these are like, I like the thing is, it's so funny. It's like I praise Guild Wars two so much, and I and I never, I don't understand why I stopped playing that game. Because <laughs> it's, it's like I'm like, oh man, Guild Wars two like knocks it out of the park here. Oh, it's great over here, and then it's like, why aren't you playing it? And I'm like, I I don't know. I I can answer that. Why controller? Well, that's one reason. 
but I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing. I'm playing on Embers Adrift right yeah. now, and that's that. That's True. like hardcore Final Fantasy XI. And it does not have controller support. Oddly enough, the left and right sticks do work, and so I've been on the forums going like, "Yo, can y'all just like, even if you don't want a UI, can you just map it so that yeah. this button does this, and this button does this, and this button does this?" Because like, I I still will use a keyboard and mouse when I'm going to craft or something like that, but it'd be kind of nice to kick back, relax, go grind on some mobs because you go grind on a few mobs and then you're like, okay, my, my HP's low. I'm going to go sit by, you know, I'm going to go rest now. So it has that old school, really old school feel. Hey, Paul, you've been quiet for a while. Is there anything you want to say? Sorry. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> I've, I've just been chilling. <laughs> okay. I, was, I had a whole bag of squashies <laughs> while we were talking. Uh... Oh, snacks. Yeah, I've tried uh... to use the, the, the controller support through Guild Wars 2 on Steam and that's why I was really excited it was coming to Steam. But then it's not like, cross saves so it's like a whole new account so i was like okay because i was like i'll get this on deck i'll do this and then i was like well okay well and then i know you, you can kind of add it and I've, I've just struggled with it i've been walking I, i've been doing a few tutorials and for some i'm doing something wrong and just like it drives me nuts and it eventually frustrates me and i give up and then i'm like i'll just go to new world it makes it easy <laughs> it's like um but i would like to jump back into guild wars too um i, I keep saying that i just oof man like, time I'm, I'm, I'm time 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 is <laughs> I've said that yeah. many times because I loved Guild Wars because of its uh, uh that the, their PvP, their big open world yeah. war like PvP. Yeah, where you have to like, defend a fort. You know, the fort could be like I enjoyed that back in the day. Like people would like hop on to like Discord or Teamspeak. I think it was like Teamspeak at the time when I played mm-hmm. and, and Ventrilo. We and, and we would just world v world was insane because you'd have this like guy that's like max that when he becomes like the commander the leader of the like your world and he's like that like, gets sprouting orders i was like no this is cool <laughs> but the reason i stopped playing it is because it kind of like got dead like my friends weren't playing it and all that so i was like oh, i guess if i go play a different game <laughs> And Guild Wars 2 does, uh, they make it easy to get into it. Like, even if your friends come back and people are like, what server you're on? doesn't matter. Like, it only matters in World v. World. And so if we're not doing that content, it's like, just jump on in. The game's going to let us play together regardless of where what server we're on, which is really nice. I've got to give a shout out to Pharmacy 14 for that. Although it's slowly doing it, we, it, it means yeah. a lot less now than it did originally. And oh, they yeah. have and started working visit. on, yeah. they have started on real day of visits, center visit as well, so... Yeah, I think that's going to be really important. I really kind of hope they go to the mega server architecture because I think that would be very healthy for the game. It would be nice. Uh, I'd like to play with a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. We could play together, Paul. Because... <laughs> I mean, we could, but I haven't been on like, Global Boobo in like years. No, I meant if they added the regional data center thing. Oh, yeah, if they added that. Yeah, because I play on North American servers, as everyone knows, because I'm strange. Strange so... British man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, We're drinking our coffee. He's bringing his tea, you know. <laughs> I've got a raid. We throw it. We throw it in the, the end, We we throw it into the end of the bay out of protest. <laughs> it's okay because I was at king. <laughs> It's fine because you threw it at the end of the bay, but I was just stood underneath the bay with a bag. <laughs> there you go. Like, let's go. Free tea. <laughs> Free tea. These these guys are giving away tea. <laughs> <laughs> When did we lose the accent, though? Like, when did like, like, when did which like, accent? We've got so many. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, when did like that? You know, because like, obviously, it's really interesting because like, there's still, especially in America, uh, a, yeah. a predisposition to anybody who has a any of the British accents, like, to have like, oh, they're they've got some kind of authority. Like, it's just fascinating because we're like, oh yeah, I'll listen to that guy. Uh, I find myself doing it. Like, if you gave uh, me a lecture on the same topic. 
you know, it could literally be like the same uh, two different people reading it and you get somebody with a, with a, an English accent. Like, I'm like, Oh, this is definitely like, I don't know. There's something about it. And then here we are as Americans. Okay. And like, I got my, my tech central accent, like, especially it's kind of fun. Like when I do my comedy shows and stuff, like sometimes I'll just dip, I'll just dip in more into the, and let text and let the Fort Worth. I always say it's time to drop the D and bring out the Fort Worth. And, uh, and uh, it's like, all right, <laughs> let's go, I mean, boys. I mean, I do that. I, I change accents like every now and then I'll start going a bit more like Irish and like, you know, from a fucking hunter, but on and all that. I just do it randomly. I need to stop doing mm. it because my mom's like, hell you. <laughs> she looks into uh, my room doing random accents and stuff. And she's just like stares at me. Yeah. But to be fair, though, you also balance out the fact that then all your villains have British accents. So. Yeah, you do make you a know, lot. All, all the bond, all the bond villains, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, even and even, even then, a lot of American villains just slap a British accent on it. Fine, it's 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 evil now. <laughs> it's it, it, we're either learning a lot about the world, or oh my god, this man's a demon. <laughs> He's trying yeah. to take over the world. Well, is that is that just more like into kind of the stereotype of British colonialism? You know, is yeah. it, doesn't that play into the fact that y'all at some point did basically control the we world? We are pretty evil. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know. Like, like uh, at the end of the day, like, uh, like at the end of the day, I don't know. It's like, what, what did people want want to have happen? It, it's you know, like there wasn't like systems and, and and ideas that were in place there. It's it's kind of like saying like, oh, you didn't know how to read in kindergarten. Like it's you know, you didn't know how to read like uh, Tolkien or anything like that. Like. The, so as a as a as a, as a cult as a as a as a species like we've continued to develop and it just it seems strange to me like i think we could learn from our past and say like oh maybe that's not something we want to do but like to be like all right those people were evil it's like i don't know it's, it's like a lot of things to take from the past that we shouldn't slavery yeah you know? agreed but we should kind of like try and, and it still exists today and that's the wildest thing like it's like and it still exists today and i my fear and what i talk with with uh like my wife about is like like we have to be diligent because i think there is a predisposition for like humans to like want to kind of like control other humans and it's like i could see that like with with the, with a lot of bad choices that humanity could could go backwards as opposed to moving forwards Isn't it like, like, like the primal instinct of like a human is that like well like there's always got to be a predator and there's always got to be a prey kind of thing, which is weird. Very weird. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, but yeah, Doctor, this is authority intelligence. So if you want authority intelligence, please don't join Moogle Go Around Radio. We don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just play video games and talk about video games occasionally. Speaking uh, of video games, uh, there's going to be a lot, a lot of less and less Final Fantasy coming out from. Me. Um, you think, you did, think... I, did I start something unintentionally? I've seen so many people like, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to leave Final Fantasy too. So many people have yeah. followed me in the New World, and it's so funny that people have been trying to meme on me, and I'm like, I don't think you know. I, I like, I enjoy enjoy your view. But, like, there are so many yeah. people that are like, oh, my gosh, Brian, you're right. New World is yeah, so like, good. Like, wait a minute. He might have a point Anybody who's not, like, who, who actively is, like, inter- like, interested in having, like, a like a real serious discussion is like, okay, I get what you're saying. You know, as opposed yeah. to, like, there's a, there's been one guy uh, in Yemen was going to laugh, and it's, like, this, like, literally just trying to dunk on me. And every dunk is, like, thank you for proving me right. Like, I'm, like, I don't, I don't know how to, like, I, I'm not trying to be, like, an asshole, but continue people are like oh you're thin-skinned i'm like that's news to me man like <laughs> it's like go ahead do well, say whatever thin, if you were thin-skinned you wouldn't be doing your comedy club stuff 
Oh, dude, so I, I love doing comedy, man. <laughs> I love doing right, comedy. If anybody's out. listening it's... to this in the Fort Worth area, by the way, like a yeah. plug, uh, January 21st, I'm going to be at Hyenas in uh, Fort Worth. Uh, mm. It's going to be an adult show, so if you are unfortunately thin-skinned, I would recommend you don't come um, because it's just not going to be fun. You know, it might be more awkward, but uh, yeah, if you if you if you want to laugh uh, at a fat ass ginger, like come on. <laughs> uh, only two days before my birthday as well. So all right, yeah, turn of perpetually yeah. twenty nine. I mean, is that what we're saying? Is that cool? <laughs> uh, wish thirty six. So thirty six. Nice man. Yeah, Very getting nice. closer to the forty. I'm scared. It scares me. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to being in Spain though next month. So oh, what are you fun. doing in Spain? Just going there for a visit. First time for a long time that I'm going away just to go away. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'll be I'll be there for for about a week. So I'm excited. Yeah. Well, cool. I got Hopefully it for really cheap, your... so I, I'm worried about. <laughs> I got right. I got the week with the flight for a hundred quid in total. I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, well, with how the pounds crashing, that's like two dollars. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's about one hundred and ten dollars. I think it is. Oh, that's that's. Oh man, I mean, it would cost me way more to go to Spain than one hundred and ten dollars. Uh, no, enjoy. One second, let's let's double check. Yeah, I, I'd say that. That's one hundred twenty-three dollars for like uh, for like twenty bucks. So. <laughs> 100, I don't know if that's dollars. equivalent. I don't know if that's equivalent. So, Oklahoma City, here I come. Let's go to Bricktown, baby. Ah. Uh. To be fair, really, it's, it, really it's cheaper for me to go to... to this knows what Bricktown is, and they're like, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I'm excited for that. Uh, Cavion said, you missed a good time to try Star Citizen. It was free for a few weeks last week. Uh, now you would have to buy ship package to play it now. Yeah, there was some few, free I'm fine with weeks. buying it. Is it worth me purchasing it? That's what I, I would I, like to know. I wish okay, I've been... Yeah, it looked, looked okay on me. Any stream? <laughs> Flying around in so. a spaceship, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, but what, Your kind, man of, what said kind of that, game is it though? Like, I literally am completely like I open world unaware. space questing simulator. I I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I don't understand. It's like a space online. It's got. I think it has MMO elements because I think there's other people want you can meet other people, but yeah, it's so big that you're not gonna meet them that often, or at least it doesn't have a from what I can tell. Economy, I I really probably I think just it, gonna be like I'm good. I think it does. I think it does. I don't know. I haven't looked in, I haven't looked into it too much myself because I it, it I've got No Man's Sky so uh, you know it's something that I, I'm willing to check out I want to check out so I, I've been playing Embers Adrift again like I'm not even level three and I'm like coming up on four hours played uh I did spend like an hour and a half trying to get controller play to work so like there is something on that um but then like I also want to check out I have a uh, Albion Online. You know, so I have that downloaded. I haven't started it. And I was like, I want to check that out. Like, there's a bunch of things like I, I like to get like a better knowledge because like I was so ingrained in Final Fantasy 14 for so long that it's like, okay, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, this game does that or that game does that. And I want to have a, a better, well-rounded approach. But then also like, I think I'm, I think I'm really addicted to New World, which is like, oh, man, what do I want to play? And it's like, that's what I want to play right now. <laughs> and I want to, I want to get caught up on. Uh, I'm looking forward to checking out the next Destiny season as we build the Lightfall. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be, uh, if I'm going to spend that much time into it. But I actually just got and got it set up uh, last night. I got a Logitech G Cloud, which like works on Game Pass and GeForce Now, and apparently yes. it works. It's Android, so I just downloaded Final Fantasy Tactics to it. So I was like, all right. Um, so I was kind of playing around with that last night. I, like the only thing I could say about it is like when it comes to that versus the steam deck, like the steam decks form factor, I, I like more the Logitech 
is way lighter, obviously, and yeah. the battery life on the Logitech lasts it, insane. Like it's an insane battery where it's like, yeah, playing a game on you know well, uh, the Steam Deck, I get like, like two hours. Yeah, it's all cloud. Yeah. It's all calculated elsewhere. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, I played like you know a couple hours, and uh, maybe I use one percent of my battery. I'm like, okay. Um, so there's like you know pros and cons in that regards, but I'm I'm looking forward to kind of like playing around with that system more this weekend. Um, that's where it's like all these games i need controller play like it's like oh you're if you're launching a game launch it with controller support please thank you very much <laughs> that's my tip as a also controller player please do that um as a mouse and keyboard player um i'm very bad with <laughs> controller <laughs> yeah. i cannot play mmos i can barely play god of War. i mean you've seen like, me play an mmo with a mouse and keyboard pull it's not even playing it was uh, yeah, that, like, so yeah, that, nah. So uh. I can barely play NBA on my controller. Like obviously, I have a PS5. I, I uh, was pregnant moments ago before we started doing this, and like that's like the equivalent of how good my controller play is, is because I'm playing yeah. that. That's literally it, and it's a sports game. So yeah, because um, I was thinking about getting a couple of games for the PlayStation because I was like, oh yeah, because my my old people wouldn't be able to run games I want, but now as I have my new baby, uh, I can. Woo-hoo. So. Uh, Midnight Suns that came out yesterday. I'm gonna be buying that for Christmas and playing that. So more or less Final Fantasy 14. Uh, and, um, Final Fantasy is not keeping me in the game. I think the one thing I'm looking forward to is patch 6.3, which is what's, not yeah, what's gonna keep you. What's gonna keep you in the game in 6.3 that's not keeping you in the game now? Deep Dungeon. Yeah, is Deep Dungeon. Is that, is that gonna at... keep you in the game, or is it like what? What about Deep Dungeon keeps you in? At least long uh, enough for me to. to... Sorry, Karen. Karen. <laughs> It, honestly it's just one i can do it solo and that's a challenge mm-hmm. one i don't mind the story because i i want even though it was mm-hmm. kind of but other than that just playing with friends because i have a lot of friends that like playing even and i like doing deep dungeon it's just fun but then again i barely get play the game now i want the changes where it's like that and the paladin changes because if they mess around with paladin even more or make it a bit more nicer to play in rotation hectic i would say hectic it's weird that's the only thing that's kind of keeping me in the game that and raiding that's it so I enjoy raiding with my friends. That's literally yeah. the end yeah. There's no story. We're just we're building up. We just ended a big story of Zodiac and we've done that. Now we're just waiting for the next expansion where it's new. A new story from them. That's what we're waiting for. It's like it's it's like a story game now, not a Final Fantasy. It's not an MMO. Mm-hmm. It's just a story yeah. game. Other than I think like, it's that for a lot of people. Games. I think it's a, that for like the vast majority of people. And then what happens is like you get people and they're like, oh yeah, I'm in it for the MMO, and then it's like then they play an expansion, and then they play another expansion. They're like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> like, um, okay, well, I can just play for the story and enjoy that." And it's like, "Yep, yep, you can," which is a good thing. It's a strength, but it also, I think, it's like, man, I really want more MMO. Uh, you know, like I really want a reason to continue to exist in the game. And I, and this is something Chili and I've talked about for years. It's like, man, I like if they made yeah. XP have a value at level cap, like you know, it's not like there could be some simple things that it's like, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to be able to do these things and push myself in these ways, you know, and but. They, they haven't done it. Maybe they will, but um, as it exists I want, now... I want like, them to take no more of a leap. I want them to just yeah. gut every single class and just remake and give yeah, them... I, w- I would be happy life. if they didn't add a new job, you know, with an expansion. Yeah. They just said, hey, let's just well, like... Let's... Work on the ones you got. Yeah. Like, I want them to give life back into the classes, not make Warrior feel like Dark Knight, not like Dark Knight feel like Warrior, you know? I, I want them to have a sense of, this is your class. Like, you know, talking about the talent system, I would love to see a talent system. I would yeah. love to see old, like, stuff come back, like Stone Skin, Protect. You have oh, to... Dude, yes. Well, you know, even if it was, like, I like the Lost Actions because they can kind of do that. You yeah, know? you know, like, bring in that. 
bring in these other abilities and just try and make it work. Yeah, balancing's going to be in it, but it's the thing you can work on. It just seems a lot more fun. And I think that uh, would make the leveling system kind of fun. Yeah, everyone's exactly. gonna hate me for this. For what I'm about to say is, oh, chili. Everyone's <laughs> gonna hate me for this. But can we get the concept of Torghast in the next deep dungeon? I don't hate you. Okay, no, um, I, 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 I elaborate. I don't mean like I don't want player power linked to Torghast. I mean to a deep dungeon because I I feel like that. Unless it gives a basic gear set, like once you beat it, you get a basic end game gear set. I don't want it to be raid tier or even crafted tier, but just something that will get you. If because the the whole point of deep dungeon is it helps you level up the job. So I would like the ability to gain a basic gear set for the job once you've beaten it, so that once mm, you reach a fresh yeah. level ninety, you've got you a basic a, set a of, gear. of gear. Yeah. Not as I said, I don't want it to be raid tier. I don't want it to be. Uh, chase for power in any way i what i would like it if you you get your job to 90 here you go here is a shiny piece again it doesn't even have to be unique for every job it could be here is your generic tank set here is your generic healer set yeah all the tanks have the same looking armor that they could do that i i don't see the problem with that and in fact that'd be good in a way because that way if you do level let's say you level paladin and then you level Dark Knight, you don't then have a complete unique set for Dark Knight and a complete unique set for Paladin, and that takes two sets of inventory slots for probably basically the same stats. Um, now, if they could use phasing gear or something to make it so it looks unique for each job, like the kind of they have, like can you have the uh, male and female outfits you do for the summer events where you, it's the same piece of armor, but it looks different. That would be interesting if they could do that with the armor sets, but uh, that's going completely off topic. Um, what I meant by Torghast, like, Torghast had all these different cool abilities you could get. Like, the sort of like, you had, if in 14 you had the Magicites, which gave you, and the Pondlanders, which gave you like stat bonuses and just stat bonuses, and that was it. And then you had the summons. Mm -hmm. It'd be cool if you had like weird abilities that you could find from doing quests, mini quests, or killing enemies, or just find them in treasure chests, I guess, inside the deep dungeon. Maybe they'd add Stone Skin again. Maybe Stone Skin is added to deep dungeon, but. You have to kill Maybe. a specific yeah. enemy inside that deep dungeon, and then it has a chance to drop this item that gives you that ability. Oh man, I, I really or for me a, a I hope currency the system where you can have, yeah. buy some. I, of them I hope that they have uh, the, for the um, dungeon, uh, the like lost actions or something where it's like yes, you know, just like they have like give players some choice in which like yep, I'm playing solo, but I can take this. Yeah, I can take a, a heal, or I can take you know like do these things, and I think that would be exciting personally to see. Um, and Torghast also had like random effects that I didn't really play Torghast that much, if I'll be honest. Um, but I heard they had like random effect weeks where certain so, random effect seasons, wasn't it, Paul? Where they would have like different things go on during the, the dungeon run. And again, that would be cool if they could do something like that to Deep Dungeon. So, but make that an optional one because that way it doesn't affect the so solo runs. Because that would be a bit weird for. Have like a, the, oh, the normal deep dungeon and have a, a the seasonal challenge deep dungeon. So that way yeah, there's would, no RNG in the... It would be a good idea. I'm not going to lie. It would be a good idea. Yeah. Like having like them like change abilities or, you know, you say you get to pick up, um, you know, pick after every kind of floor, you get to pick an upgrade. I think what if cool. it wasn't like, what if it was like, well, it doesn't even have to be every floor, but like maybe every boss floor. Like then you, you'll start with the next floor if need be. Like, because you... Or they could have like they could. I know right now it's every ten floors as a boss. But what they could do is have a mini boss on the fifth floor, 
and then have the main boss on the 10th floor, and then you get a, a minor buff on the 5th floor, and then you get the major buff on the 10th floor, and then you, you'll keep doing that. And then have, like, little ones that can have drop during each floor. Would that work, Paul? It's only get up to floor 100. Yeah, up to floor 100. They could just do it every, after that, every ten, uh, or every 5, you might have a chance to yeah. upgrade. But uh, obviously every 10, every boss floor, you get yeah. a permanent. Uh, I'd say that yeah. could work. Would people, would people like it? That is a whole other kettle of fish. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I would like it. To, it'd be fun. But would other people like it? That is a big question. Because, sorry, my dog keeps staring at me. With, with, uh, with that, like, the balancing, again, everything has to be balanced. Nobody likes an unbalanced game. Oh, man, I, I, I kind of push back on that, right? Because, like, I, th- I people are like, oh, it's not balanced. It's like, I... Because hmm. then you like there's a I think when balance becomes too prioritized, you get homogenization, um, especially with the yeah, concept no. of, you know, especially with the concept of bring the player, not the class, you know, and it's like those two things, I think, work actually against your interests where it's like players do the efficiency. And it's like I think that balance comes more into play where every job has a strength and everything has a weakness. And then essentially, like these things kind of work against each other in, in that regards. And then if you have bring the class with a player, I think that's where you see things have strength and weakness. And the fact that you can change, like I would say that if they gave, I, I wish like, I wish more like, I'm glad we're seeing where you can change your class, your job, like in content. And then it's like, okay, cool. Like, then you could sit here and say like, well, oops, like, oh, let me swap to this because this isn't working. Um, that's what we ended up running into last night. I was able to change my build because we were struggling with a certain fight. Changing my build ended up having a positive impact. And so it's like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, this is more balanced for something, maybe this kind of way. And maybe I need to swap to that. And that's where loadouts end up becoming such a huge thing. But Final Fantasy XIV already solved that with its gear sets, you know? Anyway, that's just my rant. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I don't know how long we got you, got you for, so we should start wrapping up, I guess. Um, okay. So, um, I, I, I guess this we've pretty much covered pretty much all the topics I was going to bring up, really, if I'm honest. I think the only question I want, I know this is going to, by world, uh, new world players, this is, this is Final Fantasy XIV, sorry. But yeah, one of the last questions I have is, well, I guess it's new world-ish. We've got the new world announcement for the Christmas event, but we still haven't heard anything about the Final Fantasy XIV Starlight event. I do hope we hear about it soon. Um, but I'm guessing the next live layer will also be soon, so we'll probably hear from it then. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited. Those are the things I like. I like the little events like that. Though I wish they were longer. And yeah, I also wish some of the old event items came back. But was that sorry, Paul? Like how they would like it'd be kind of neat to see them build on each other, you know? Yeah, Paul, what you were saying? Sorry, you were... uh, yeah, but aren't they out for like a monthish? Like usually the events are out for like a good like three four weeks. Yeah. So so we should hear about it soon. Plenty of time to do them and have them up. If you miss it, you miss it. Yeah. It's yeah. No fault of ours. Yeah. Oh, favorite Christmas event? Go. I don't remember them. <laughs> they all the blurred Christ- together. The one with the the one with the Christmas bear. Like oh, when they do an good, event yeah. that has that has a mount. I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, that one. That um, one. No, mine was actually the uh, the orphan one where you were like giving gifts to orphan. You could do it like every day. You can get, I still like, have those presents. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't let them go. They gave you gifts at the end of them, and I just put them in my my, my uh, retainer to keep forever. Wow, and didn't, didn't even open them. They're just they're still in the box, no. you know? Yeah, they're still in the box. Yeah, new, new box. Going to get send them to PSA. Going uh, <laughs> to get them graded. Graded. Well, if anyone knows the way to grade toys in England, I do have something I want to grade so badly. 
Um, anyone ever heard of a YouTuber called Ashens? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I have an Ashens figure. <laughs> and he, he, he made a limited edition run of figures um, for the, the movie they made. Um, mm-hmm. So I have an Ashens and Dan action figure. And I, if anyone knows where to get toys graded, I know they probably won't grade it, but I really want them going graded. They're still in box. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone knows please tell me i want to get i want them getting graded and then i can have send them a message uh, try to uh, uk graders okay i'll have to look up oh the real ghost so, got lord in the rings oh uh, wwf and wwe figures i'm a fuck ton of those <laughs> yeah uh, so, so yeah also remember that if you are you are taking a break from Final fantasy 14 um but you do want to come back to try the event if it comes back in time. I don't know if it'll come back in time, but if you want to, if you've taken a break and you want to finish the previous story or you want to try the new variant dungeons, remember that there is a free login campaign that's going on right now until the 16th of December. So you'll be able to play up to 96 hours for free. Um, and I do find these interesting because I, I wonder how many people just wait until these campaigns at the end of the expansion and then power through all of the, the, the expansion stuff and then don't have to pay their sub. <laughs> pretty worthy to do it come back for like yeah. a patch just to do, to do the story when the campaign's yeah. out well not I even mean, just the patch just wait until like patch 6.55 and because there'll be a, probably be a free login campaign before the expansion and then you just finish everything up to there so yeah i i could see a lot of people did it just for the story i think again it's like the people that just do it for like the story like the story game to them because they enjoy the story they don't yeah. actually like the mo part of it yeah yeah, that that is probably what a lot of people do. They play other games, but then like obviously we are, we are in a uh, I must say we're, we're we're in a recession. Uh, <laughs> what? That's because in England we are in a recession. Uh, <laughs> well, like within the game, like this is the normal thing though. Like it's like people come yeah. play the expansion yeah. and they'll come back for the pre-expansion yeah. hype. You know? Yeah, it it just mm-hmm. happens. Like there is not a lot to do. I know a lot of people have like because. I don't level jobs straight away because I know you, uh, Kristen. I, I I call it a levelathon. <laughs> the levelathon, the Omni ninety, yeah. Yeah, the Omni ninety stuff. A lot of people did that, but like I I wait because I knew that deep dungeon was gonna come out and I could use hey, that to level myself. I'm right here, Paul. Mm. I am also Omni ninety. <laughs> well, except for my crafters. I'm not. <laughs> I got like most of my tanks other than Dark Knight to max level. Yeah, like it's, for me, I enjoy the the tanks, the healers, and the and the DP and the casters, and it's like yeah. The, like the melee and the range, I'm like, I don't, I don't really get that. I don't know, like, you know, a lot of, from that personally. It, it, there's nothing to do. Uh, so it's like you're waiting and look at all the games that have come out recently. Pokemon, uh, God of War. Go just play another controversy. Game. I go play it. before we end this the show. Controversy. Okay. <laughs> Endwalker didn't really hit me with emotions that much, even though I've been playing the game for ten years. Um, because mm. I have a very my my brain is very it's it's logical is the only way i can describe it like if i know something my my brain has words it is smart (laughs) no i would no i wouldn't even say it's smart it's like it's like uh, i guess uh, i guess endwalker spoilers here like the scene where everyone starts passing away i i felt sad at first but as soon as it as soon as it happened twice my brain is like remember that orb we got that like five minutes ago that's the plot device. I'm like, yes, okay. But with Pokemon, I actually, I nearly broke down. <laughs> I really did Pokemon. nearly break. No spoilers, but I really did during one of the quests break down. You could hear it on the stream when I was playing it that one of them nearly broke me. So 
that's the controversy. Pokemon hit me harder <laughs> when it comes to emotions Pokemon than hit me harder most games. Than, and... Yeah, yeah, I, I I cry when when we're talking about cockfighting too. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, this was this was this was bad. Like I felt really bad, but I'm not going to say any more because Paul's playing for it right now. But yeah, okay, I, I um so yeah. You need to be um, sure that part where people are like disappearing, going away. It was first like the first time fine, but then your stole kind of spoiled it. Yeah. Then you already have uh, you, you already win though. Anyway, this has been episode uh before we end this, right? Uh thank you again, Brian, for joining us. Hey, I hope man, you had fun. I hope you me. can this, un- this has been wonderful. I hope you can come back on again. Um if we yes. didn't scare you off. Um yeah. and for those that we didn't scare off, remember to go check out bonusroll.gg where we've got um reviews. Uh thank you to everyone that reviews it. We've actually got a review from our previous guest, Chris. Uh Chris Laverne, thank you so much again for joining us. Uh he said yes. I like it. Another great podcast, wonderful host, amazing guest, very chill e and super fun. And also shout out to Wobsy. Uh, great folks. Can't wait to be invited again to the podcast and also to Snarky and on game releases where everything is Mass Effect. Yeah, if anyone that doesn't know, we did a, we reacted to uh, an award show during the summer and we pretty much just called everything Mass Effect. As soon as it had space, <laughs> it was Mass Effect. Oh my God, yeah. Mass Effect. No, it's this Callisto project. Oh, no, it's Mass what Effect. <laughs> Every time he sees a dragon, yeah, it's Dragon Age space is Mass every, Effect. Every award, every PlayStation. <laughs> dragon Age. Uh, <laughs> so Dragon Age. Dragon Age. Dragon Age. It's Dragon Age Day tomorrow. Okay, Sunday. Yeah. Okay, best day of the world. Uh, so go play. So by the time this goes live, yeah, it would have yeah. already happened. Play Dragon Age. Just play Dragon Age. Also, watch a Netflix <laughs> series that comes out soon, uh, the ninth. <laughs> so a Dragon Age also, Netflix series. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's going to probably drive a lot of people to play Dragon Age. It will. <laughs> yeah. If uh, if if Cyberpunk is to be believed, yeah. Well, because obviously yeah. they've already like announced there's another game. It's called uh, Dragon Age Dreadwolf. So maybe at the Game Awards, maybe. Yeah, I hope they get it so that I can co-stream the Game Awards because that sounds like fun. They, they I think anyone can co-stream. Own... It's just uh, officially you counted if you applied. I've applied, but I'm going to stream either way. So. They're in alpha of the game. They announced that they're yeah. in alpha. So I'm like, we could be seeing something soon. So, isn't that right, yeah. Heidi? Where are you? you behind me? Oh, are you behind me? Also, I'll add, if you're a fan of Mass Effect and you do have a PlayStation, um, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition will be free on PlayStation Plus next month. Woo! So, look like I've already... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but seriously, thank you, Brian, for joining us. Um, where, where can they find your content? Uh, best place where, where, to start, you can start with Work to Game, or you can start uh, over on Ginger Prime. And then I have uh, the channels all linked if you guys want to check that out. Also, we got two podcasts, Crystal Core Radio and Epic Loot Radio. And uh, and I think and this week, actually, I'm going to have Hogue Law coming on the Epic Loot Radio. Uh, so we're going nice. to be uh, we live stream that over on uh, YouTube on Ginger Prime. And then, uh, yeah, and then it gets put into MP3 audio format for everybody to enjoy. So. Uh, you can do that if you want to uh, see my hot takes and spicy takes. I've been trying to become a, a Twitter troll. That's my uh, that's my goal for 2023. <laughs> I've been uh, I put out I put out a joke and it was like some people were like, oh, he, this is a joke. That's funny. Some people were like, what? <laughs> so it's uh, I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll start. I'll start writing up some uh, jokes and and sharing them with the world. And then uh, if you are in the Texas Fort Worth area, January 21st, come by, say hi. You can have a drink after the show, and it should be a good, fun time. We're going to make some jokes. So thanks, for guys, for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I, we all, I need to get back on your show again someday. It's been forever. I haven't. Like, I, like oh, my gosh. Like, you're 100% right. Like, it's, I was like, man, I need it. We haven't got to hang out. So this has been nice that we've been able to kind of sit back and, and chat. 
Also, if you're not playing it, go play New World. Give it a try. Um, I don't think it's discounted right now, but it was discounted during the event. A big shout again to Steam for that, by the way, because I bought it just before the event started. Started playing it, and then after I started playing it, they discounted it. So awesome. I was really frustrated. Oh, like <laughs> so, they didn't give you the discount? I thought you were saying that they gave you the discount. No, they gave it back later once I requested it. But oh, nice. when I bought it, there's like so big again, big shout out to Steam for that because I I like look, I just bought this game an hour ago and then you put it on discount an hour after I bought it. And they're like, okay, here you go. Here's, here's your money back. And then I used the money to buy the collector's edition, as I said in my video. So nice. I, I, much love to Steam. Um, so yeah, I would suggest give them all watch, uh, what to gameplay fishing in New World right now. I think uh, I saw some people coming back and logging in. So we might go, I might go help them level up. I was like, nice. Yeah, I was like, yeah, fishing. I can hang out podcast and fish. This is, uh, this is enjoyable for me. I really like fishing so, yeah. in this game and the leaderboard system that it's dropping uh, soon. Like it's going to track. I think they're only tracking legendaries for fishing. But for me personally, I was like, man, I really would love to see them just track all kinds of data because we did the fishing tournament in the summer yeah. and I, I'm going to bring that back. And we raised like $2,500 for St. Jude's. And so if we have the leaderboard system, we can actually expand it so that I can say like, okay, guys, the fishing tournament is a week long and everybody like that means no matter what time zone you're in you can just submit you know whatever the leaderboard thing is for your server and then that way we actually have official totals but if they're only doing legendaries then that becomes a, a bigger challenge and so that could be kind of the bigger yeah. meta for you know you know who knows we'll have fun with it and warding random numbers ahead um so just a heads up well, on this um we have a spotify account for anyone that does know so a big shout out to anyone that joins us on spotify um, and we had our wrapped recently. Um, I just want to shout out to, um, we got a growth. 69% of your listeners discovered you in 2022. So thank you to everyone that, for that nice number. Nice. Uh, we were heard in 14 <laughs> different countries around the world. Um, our main countries were United States, Canada, Sweden, United Kingdom, and Greece. So yeah, big shout out to like, you were saying Canada all overwhelming. Wow, British <laughs> podcast, not even get into the British audience. So the big shout out to everyone that listens to us. And the, I think this is the biggest one for me. Uh, you're in the top 25% most followed podcasts. So Ooh. thank you so much for everyone that listens to us. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. Seriously, thank you. Um, so yeah, go give us some love on Spotify. Leave us a review, maybe. I don't, I don't know if we've got any reviews on Spotify yet. So, um, so yeah. And as always, remember to follow us on YouTube and follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv and Moogle Ground Radio. Um, Paul, anything you want to say before we wrap up? Well, we are wrapping up, but anything you want to say, say goodbye? We'll see you in a... Uh, we're taking a break for two weeks. We'll come back in two weeks. Yeah, we'll see you in two weeks after our break. <laughs> well, no, because we'll see you next week with the Game Awards. Oh, yes. Ooh. Ooh. At 2.30 a.m. Or 2 a.m. Oh. or whatever it was. Ooh. <laughs> I'm basically like, excited to like... Oh, that's a 2 Bye. <laughs> Bye.